0: Thanks for listening to the Owl's Nest Barbecue Podcast. This show is generated as a live show simulcasted on Talk Radio 102.3 WGOW in Chattanooga and the Owl's Nest Barbecue page on Facebook. It's a live, non-edited feed about barbecue and the surrounding foods. I know it's not as slick or well-produced as some, but I promise the content is as good, if not better, than most. Thanks for listening. Real talk about real barbecue. Brought to you by the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Uldwa. Right off I-75 at exit 11 on the east side. Ah.
1: The station for those who think. Think about it. This is Talk Radio 102.3. What's up, Johnny?
0: Johnny Mm Maggs. Talk Radio 102.3. Welcome to the weekend, and welcome to The Barbecue Show with Steve Ray. The Barbecue Show is brought to you by the Alistair's Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa, by the historic midnight oil service station in Ottawa, by Michelin Tires, because so much is riding on your time by all the great barbecue products and supplies at the owls nest barbecue supply and pro shop i know you've got questions and we've got answers so pick up the phone 423-267-1023 and let's talk some barbecue that's right it's the weekend time to start smoking and grilling here on the barbecue show live talk radio 102.3 and also live on the owls nest barbecue facebook page so if you're not by your if you're not by your radio, go to home, get on your laptop or your phone, and you can listen to it and watch it on Facebook. Our number is 267-1023, 267-1023. be great to have your calls tonight on Barbecue. We'll be talking about the Green Mountain Grill in just a second. Uh, broadcast partner is Backyard Smokers Barbecue on Facebook, the number one destination for questions, answers, and even if you want to post some pictures and do a little bit of bragging, go to Backyard Smokers Barbecue on Facebook. Joe Varner back at the radio station. Aaron Carver here by our side. Our special guest in the studio tonight is Perry Collins. And on the line with us is the CEO of Green Mountain Grills, one Jason Baker. Jason, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: We're doing great. Okay, we're going to start out like we always do with our guest. Now, Jason, I've got my friend Perry Collins here who is a uh, Green Mountain Grill Enthusiasts. So what we're going to do is we've got the, uh, we've got uh, me the retailer, you the distributor, and we've got Perry the end user. So I think between the three of us, we ought to be able to cover every aspect and every question that somebody might have about no, no a, a Green Mountain Grill. But first, we're going to play. No but first, we're going to play our favorite alum. Now, when I texted you your college, you probably said, "What the heck does he want to do that for?" And this is why. Jason Becker resides in Scottsdale, Arizona, and he's a graduate of Arizona State, home of Sparky the Sun Devil. And Jason, I'm going to yes. leave I'm going to leave this up to you now. The most famous alum in your mind of Arizona State. And that's a that's quite a question because there's a plethora of alumni and alumnuses.
1: Yeah. You know, it depends what you what your uh... I mean, you got Barry Bonds in baseball. You've Mm -hmm. got, uh, uh, gosh, there's so many. Ira Fulton from a business standpoint. That's a good uh, one. Founder of founder of Fulton Homes. Mm -hmm. You've got, uh, gosh, you got uh,
0: Reggie Jackson. Al Michaels. Yes. Al Al. Michaels. In broadcast. Famous
1: uh, broadcaster. Yeah.
0: And how about how about Linda Ronstadt?
1: Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I like that
0: though. let me tell you,
1: D- David Spade. David Spade was there for a little bit. Yes, long, uh, yes. Jimmy, as I, is, was
0: Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, that's yeah, right. That's right. Uh, yeah. But let me tell that's you, right. the most famous graduate alum of your alma mater, Arizona State, that would be one Robert Bigelow. Do you know who Mr. Bigelow is? I do not. Mr. Bigelow is a 1967 graduate of Arizona State. He's a 75-year-old entrepreneur who started and owns Budget Suites Hotel. Now, how many of those of you ever stayed in while you're traveling? The, oh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: And he's also. The, I'll be darned. Well, he's the other guy in the, in the uh, privatization of the space race, other than Elon Musk. Robert Bigelow is that other guy that is wanting to establish a uh, private space enterprise. And he is also. Okay. And he's so rich that he also studies and believes in UFOs. And he's also seeking the answer and funding research into the question: Does a person have a consciousness after death?
1: Hmm.
0: So, and you thought, I'll be and you thought producing pellet grills was a big deal, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So, Robert he's Bigelow. Doing real things. Yeah, 75-year-old entrepreneur, okay. still going strong. All right, give us the abridged history. Of Green Mountain Grills because even I don't, Perry. I don't know the whole story. Do you?
1: Yeah, yeah, not at yeah. All. What is it? Sure, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, I have to fix something first on on the uh, on the first statement there. Uh, we don't have titles over here at Green Mountain, so you know, I, oh. I, I could clean the toilet with the best of them. So it's uh, uh, we we stick a, stick those uh, those titles away, and we focus on uh, the fact that everybody can do uh,
0: multiple things. So oh, okay.
1: That's something that I'll, I just got to throw out there at the beginning because we we don't carry titles.
0: Okay. Uh, I like that. I like yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have it's customer numbers
0: either. You don't have customer numbers. When when I call in, I don't say, do you, Mandy, I'm this is Steve Ray. I'm customer number 14675. Oh, right. No. Right. Yeah, we know who you are. I go, Mandy, this is Steve. Hey, Steve. How you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We try it, it it's tough during, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the rush seasons, right, where everybody's trying to get product all at once or, or sales starts or what have you, that things get a little hectic around GMG.
0: Well, they do a but good job. for the
1: most part, we do a pretty good job of answering the phones.
0: Well, how did this thing get started?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this is a, this is a family business, and uh, there are uh, basically uh, four of us uh, involved in the business side of it uh but my father my aunt and uncle uh are uh involved with the uh with the grill company as well mm-hmm. and basically it, it was a problem uh we had a uh, situation where uh, someone had a grill it was a specific grill mm-hmm. and it had uh, a fire and basically the conversation went uh with the 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 past uh president of the company uh saying hey this is a problem with your grill and uh you know this this thing needs uh he gave the solution to him told him what he needed for the grill and and the gentleman basically said you know i'm i'm getting out of this thing but maybe you should go start your own company and that's kind of what he did Mm -hmm. he started he started his own company and
0: uh what year what year was this jason what year was this
1: this was 2008 okay 2008 uh, was when he started the company, created the first prototype. And the whole thing started with a problem, right? The problem was is that when you shut the, these grills off, uh, you, you've got a burning fire. You've, mm-hmm. got, a, you've got pellets down there that are, that are still burning. And at that specific moment in time, you've got, uh, if the wind hits it just right and, and goes through there just right, you have a backdraft into the, the hopper. And that's basically what happened. And it was a, it, it burnt down his island. So at that point, uh, he he went into his garage and started tinkering. And that's really who he is, he's a a tinkerer. Uh, And and created the dual fan system, which was uh, a system on the 110 volts, where we have a fan in the hopper and we have a fan directly under the firebox. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there were three speeds, medium, low, high, and that's all you could do in a variable speed of 110. So he wanted to be able to control the fire better but also when you're done, go into a fan mode to make sure that the uh, fire was completely out. And so that was uh, that was the first kind of innovation strategy, and that was the beginning of the grill. And all the other little things like a peaked lid, uh, you know, messing around with uh, some of the innards, making sure that the, the heat shield was a little bit more uh, stout, making sure that uh, uh, he had an internal beat probe, making sure that uh, all those things were coming about in the prototype uh, in 2008. Uh, that was kind of the start of, of GMG. What the business model became was a business model that focused on brick and mortar. And I think that's the thing that I look at even today uh, as as something very special where we've been able to uh, keep this company going with brick and mortars uh, and not going into Costco not going into Home Depot, uh, you know, not doing the the, the massive box store uh, move. Uh, that that is something that uh, I think we all hold pretty dear to our hearts here, especially in a in a time where internet sales are so prevalent. Um,
0: right. But on that right. note,
1: we did we did we did capitulate a little bit uh, later on, where we we introduced that Davy Crockett in 2013, and we did allow. Uh, our dealers, so not us directly, our dealers to sell that unit online. Uh, but that's the only product, it's the only grill that, that can be sold online. The, the Daniel Boone and the Jibbui uh, basically have to be sold uh, in a brick and mortar. And I think, that's, I think that's a big deal. And I think it's also a big deal to a business owner uh, when they know that we're not competing against them. Uh, you know, I can't name a single company that operates like that today. Uh, I can go to my largest competitor's websites and buy the grill directly from them. And uh, or some offshoot uh, uh, company that, that will sell it direct to them well, and Jason, get it delivered to my door. That's
0: exactly what attracted me to uh, to your company. Um, the uh, number one the the reviews that you read online are, are just for Green Mountain Grill are across the board fantastic. Uh, the customer service reviews is what I was really interested in. You know the support for when people. Um, when a grill break because you hear all kinds of horror stories about that and um you know being in business as long as i have i'm used to when people when we sell something to somebody mm-hmm. they come back to me to to make it right and uh that's kind of and that's kind of the way i always thought that the grill business would work that if something happened to the grill you know they would come to me i didn't realize that a lot of people go directly to the manufacturer and i think the reason is they're not used to Having a, a dealer, they're used to buying these things online. And people mm-hmm. seem to, and don't they, Perry? They like that. Oh, yeah. Um, they like being able to come back to where they bought the product to either get a part or get an accessory.
2: And and, and it's kind of like they get the, the feeling of personal service. You know, it's a person I'm going back to instead of yeah. having to find this company on the Internet and try to do business with them, and you don't even know who you're talking to.
0: You know, Jason, I could not believe... What a personal decision buying a grill was. I never, yes. I never, you know, I bought it. I, you know, I was, I was always a gas grill guy, and I had a, I had some special cookers that I used for barbecue contests and cooking. But um, I didn't. I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a gut wrenching decision for me. But for a lot of people, this thing is a big deal because, I guess, Perry, I guess like you, you plan on having it for a long time, yes, and yes, you're not interested in competition. You're right. just interested in making. Good food for the family right and the um and the number of questions and i'll jason i'm gonna tell you right now i'm the world's worst salesman i tell everybody i'm a concierge (laughs) and and, uh but uh you know people do the research and by the time they get to the store they know more about the green mountain grill than i do and uh the the information that you've got out there i think is 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 wonderful i think it's a great idea and and the following that's already been established yeah absolutely
1: You know, we're we're lucky. Obviously, it's a, it's a, I have a ton of gratitude uh, because this has been such an, a great adventure, and and that's what it is. I mean, when we started this thing, it was uh, uh, it was it was it was founded on really three things. We wanted to make sure that we were we were an innovative company. We wanted to make sure that we were consistently doing something better to the grill. We always we never wanted to rest on laurels. Always wanted to do something better, bigger, and better. Whatever it was, it was always about We've got to do something that's a little bit different than everybody else. And then a lot of times what happens is you get something that's a lot different from everybody else. Uh, that was number one. Number two, you always listen to your customer, right? Okay. Customer tells us what's wrong with the grill. We listen. We don't, we, we're not, we're not dead set on the fact that we know all the answers to these things. But when the, the, when the customer tells us and it, it comes into us, we, we definitely take our time and make sure we understand their concern. We understand the problem. And if it is a problem, we fix it, Right. But also what leads to listening, listening to your customer base is a, a scenario where you get better ideas. You get a lot of ideas. And, and I'll tell you, it's just, it, it's, a, it's a huge part of our business is listening to the customer. And the final thing is take care of the customer, right? Customer service is, it, it's, it's near and dear to my heart. It is the, uh, we have the best people in that, in that department. I, I would stand up for any single one of them any day of the week against anybody. They know these grills. Look, every single one of these uh, customer service folks that you're talking to, they're all on shore, and they all know this grill. They have one in their backyard. Uh, and they probably have two or three. Mm-hmm. And I think that's unique. I think that is very unique in our industry uh, because I can think of a, a, a couple entities that I would call uh, and they don't know anything about those grills. Yeah. I know more about
2: those grills. Than they absolutely. Do. Yeah. Uh, How many times have you and, called a company and, and you can tell the person on the other end of the line flipping through their charts? They have no idea what they're absolutely. talking about. Absolutely. No, your right.
1: guys are The service. customer says this, right. I'm supposed to do this. Right. The, yeah.
0: Hey, we're going to take it. our first break of the night. Jason, you're listening to The Barbecue Show Live here on Talk Radio 102.3 and on Facebook on the Nest Barbecue. Our special guest is. Jason Baker, the um, one of the main guys, we're going to call you one of the main guys at Green Mountain Grill, and our special guest the in the studio guy. tonight <laughs> is Perry Collins. We'll be right back. So stay with us on The Barbecue Show live on Talk Radio 102.3. WGOW,
1: the news you need. The state needs to know. The
0: city needs. Perfect, Joe. Yeah. Perfect. Can you hear me Jason?
1: yes I can oh that's yeah. great
0: he's got he's got everything turned down that's great perfect see we can we perfect. can we can continue to talk during the break for the uh, people watching on Facebook what um and I wanna, I'm gonna I'm going to go allude to this when we get back Jason what um what was your aha moment when you uh, when you I guess I guess you were um, I, I know you're a pretty young guy right now were you did you help your dad um, put this grill together? I mean when you first started?
1: Uh I mean I was I was definitely there, I was a part of it with him uh, from the start, but he's he's the one that basically created it. It's yeah. his, it's his baby.
0: Yeah. Well, well, we'll and see. I
1: think his aha Yeah, go ahead. I think his aha moment was was uh really focused on uh, the fact that he could control temperature better through that variable speed uh, fan. Oh, man. He was t- trying to solve a problem with the fan mode he was trying to make sure that that ash would be out of there mm-hmm. and make sure that that fire was out but what he realized is that he could actually control the temperature better with those dual fans and that positive pressure from the hopper that was the aha
0: moment for him good we'll talk about that when we come back when we go live back on the radio what um how, how does it work are the corporate headquarters in Scottsdale no uh
1: we don't really have I wouldn't say there is a, a corporate headquarters if you will we're all kind of spaced out where mm-hmm. we want to live Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it is neat.
0: So, cuz I know so I, we have, when uh, I talked to Mandy, I think okay. she's in Texas, isn't she? Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. Folks are all over the place. Yeah, we don't uh you could you could live anywhere with this job. How many how many, how
0: many employees? how many employees does Green Mountain have?
1: Uh, around 50. Wow. Around 50. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. Well, that is really cool. Well, your your customer yeah, service guys, easy. when you call up those guys, they um they they do. You can tell they know about the grills because they ask you specific questions, and um, and they'll even they'll even say the last time I had trouble with one, they even said we want you to go out there, we want you to be out there with the grill. We're going to go over this thing, and I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty doggone yeah. Yeah. impressive. They go, you call us when you're out there by the grill. And we'll go over this thing with you, and um, yeah, and then that was that's good. That's how that's how you get things fixed. Is, uh...
1: it, it's so hard, right, because people want to tell you what's going on, and you already know, uh, you know, you know the simple diagnostics that need to take place, and many times you do just need to be in front of the grill, and like for me, everything's about uh, sound. I mean, I can just tell from, from sound and, and kind of air pressure and torque on the motor. I, I do a quick little test on a grill. I can tell you uh, if, if, it's, if there's something wrong with it or not pretty quick.
0: Tom I, think I everybody's like that. Tom I Tom I, I think you know Tom. He said the customer service is amazing. Uh, Perry's Perry sisters on the uh, watching us on Facebook. She says hi. Uh, Jeff Maxwell is back at the uh, studio, back at his house. Your goals
1: may require and uh, by Muffin. All right we'll be got about thirty
0: seconds. We'll be back in thirty seconds. Radio 3. <laughs> Welcome back the barbecue show live here on talk radio 102.3 with our special guest jason baker of green mountain grills and in studio enthusiast green mountain grill enthusiast is Rookie. is barry collins jason i don't want him fool you he's pretty good on this thing he's Ew. he's caught on really quick he's got on really quick
1: we love hearing that yeah man that's what it's all about
0: when um when did the um all the bakers get together and decide to uh take uh do the uh uh for lack of a better word the ipo on the green mountain grill
1: Hmm. uh you know it was it was just it was always a plan it was it was a plan once once the grill was already uh created that was the plan it was the plan it was to start a company and and start uh start selling grills and then it was how in the world are we going to do this and that was the 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 part in which it was focused on uh this brick and mortar network and Mm -hmm. uh you know, it's off to the races. They're just setting up new dealers.
0: I mean, were you I like, that, uh, I mean, were you like, but, were you and your dad like Ray Kroc hauling the uh, milkshake machine around to different uh, restaurants? Were you hauling this? Uh, I, I, think, <laughs> I think there
1: was probably, yeah, there was definitely some of that. Uh-huh.
0: Uh,
1: no doubt about it. And, and I mean, you know, early on 2010, 2011 uh, was when things start to really kind of materialize there where, uh, you would at least find people that had heard of a pellet grill. That was the interesting thing to me is that you, you uh, most of the shows you, that we would do, or, or you know the uh, HPBA is a big show that we do every year, and uh-huh. I, I did the first one in in 2009, and uh, that at that show people looked at you a, a little crazy. Like, what is this pellet grill thing you're doing? And you're trying to push, right? It's uh, and and then it, by about 2011 it seemed to be uh, more people were knowledgeable about what a pellet grill was, and and it became easier and easier. And I think uh, as we innovated too, I mean I think we were I, we were the first ones to come out with a remote control on the grill. Uh, it was an RF remote, and you could change the temperature. You could check your meat probe, uh, and it was uh, it was a neat little neat little uh, uh, tool for for barbecue. But people would call us out and say, oh, it's a gimmick, you know, that's whatever. But no, I mean, I think it was a real need for people who... Uh, I would love some of the pictures that come through. I remember one specific picture where a gentleman was in in his house and he had a, a, a weather forecast station there uh, and his phone was showing that and he was showing his grill and he's showing his remote and it was minus 10 outside. Right? <laughs> that's recognize. a need. That was...
0: Oh, I love yeah, it. Exactly. I love it. so. And,
1: and I think that's what what's been so much fun for us is look, I'm I'm a barbecue fan. I, I became a fan of barbecue uh through this process, right? It was about a product to begin with, but then I immersed myself into the culture of barbecue and learned that barbecue community uh early on and, and was just very lucky to uh, you know, find some really great people. And it's just it's such a fun community. You know, these are special guys, girls that Gals that, that go out there and and uh, uh, cook in a parking lot on a weekend, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you got uh, in. You got in right right at the time when barbecue started to uh, take off. When totally. all the when all the TV sto- shows were starting yeah. to get cranked up. Absolutely. And um, you know, yeah. th- all of a sudden there's David Bosca cooking with a pellet grill, and everybody's at home watching watching barbecue pitmasters going, "What in the world's what, what a pellet grill?" <laughs> yeah, you know, what's a pellet That's grill? That's right. Yeah. And it you know yeah. amazes it I mean, amazes me still. Um to this day people come in and they've never heard of a pellet grill and it's mostly people that have cooked on gas grills right and um you know they're going hey I'm looking for a grill uh you got, do you have gas grills no we have these are pellet grills these are what and yeah <laughs> and uh and, and they look at you like explain that to me and I love I love that part I love explaining yeah and and you know what Jason I, you know what the the best part I like explaining is the 12 volt feature of a green mountain grill explain that to everyone because i'm you i know you do it better than i do it but i think yes overall that is one of the biggest advantages that this that this product has over the others
1: yeah so again going back to you know the start of this thing it's all about innovation and i think that one of the things that uh we were limited on in that 110 was 110 right right so the thought process was how do we get this thing transferred into uh, the tail the tailgater the Davy Crockett? That was the focus. It was how we're going to make sure that this thing is truly portable. Uh, i.e., let's make sure that we can utilize uh, 12 volt. And it all came came to fruition through uh, the adapter, obviously. Uh, but even having the ability to uh, utilize alligator clips and putting those alligator clips on a on a on a a marine battery, let's say, mm-hmm. to run your grill for eight hours before depth of discharge hits in. Uh, that was revolutionary. I mean, it's really a cool thing to be able to, uh, you know, plug this thing into the wall, plug it into your car through the through the cigarette lighter. I guess it's the car charger now. Yeah. we don't call it that anymore. But the, and then also have the ability to uh, uh, tap it into a battery. I think that was a, that was a big opportunity for us uh, with the davy crockett and i think that people really recognized us right then that was you know 2013 they go wow these guys are innovating and we got a we got an actual award on that from hpba uh, a vesta award for that for that product uh, and at that same time we knew uh we, we were on the on the edge of uh, being done with wi-fi so that was the next thing was was the wi-fi and, and jumping into that uh, realm uh you know it's always about innovation and that's what's been fun about this company is that we've consistently focused on that innovation strategy but that 12 volt is a is a big part of it and 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 going back to what found what what that aha moment was in the uh original grill with the 110 and the dual fans we actually realized that we could control the rpms on that 12 volt fan uh a lot easier uh than we would uh, low, medium, high fan on a 110, right? So we right. went into to a volt where we tr- have true variable speed all the way throughout those RPMs. You know, from mm-hmm. 600 RPMs all the way up to 6,000 RPMs, and literally being able to hone in on an exact RPM to keep that fire going through that, through that, uh, through that channel. Uh, you know, so 12 volt just gave us all kinds of opportunities, uh, and then that led to the prime, and the prime giving us the opportunity to to do a single fan environment uh, through that through that chamber as well, uh, and little things that people don't even recognize. You know, even just making uh, there's a chute in there to, to uh, if the igniter goes bad uh, that you can just pull it right out of the chute and it rolls back in. Uh, you know, we try to make every part super simple. Same thing with the auger motor. Uh, there's a T-channel on there uh-huh. that hits the auger, uh, whereas we used to utilize cotter pins. Well. This T-structure is extremely easy for anybody uh, to change that motor. Uh, same thing with the fan. It's four bolts and a plug. And if you look at our plugs, we've advanced in those. Everything you see on that grill is constantly being advanced. Even if even the things you don't see are being advanced.
0: Yeah, the, the parts replacement is, is simple. Perry, don't you wish they'd make cars like that?
2: Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> of course, you might be out of business if they did that, Steve. That would uh,
0: No, there'd be people still would do it. <laughs> Tell me about the um, – when did you uh, – you know, the pellet grill industry overall is still such a small segment of the, of the grill business. When, when did you think that uh, – like when did sales really start to, to soar for you guys? Like, you know, when did you get the first order in? And then uh, who did you sign up first? And, uh, how did that, how did the whole pellet grill, the Green Mountain grill take off?
1: Yeah, I, it was probably 2000, it was probably 2011 where it really felt like, uh, these things were starting to move. And we were talking about dealers that, uh, were selling, uh, 10 a month versus one a month, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so that started to change and we started to get more and more and more of those. And, uh, you know the whole the whole domino effect from that. You know, service becomes a very important thing. So we're are, are we hiring enough people? I remember working a weekend tech support early on, and you know just trying to make sure dealers were happy and customers were happy. Those were those were the times when I look back and go, that's when it started to really grow yeah. because I was busy seven days a week, mm-hmm. 15 hours a day. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I so it was probably then. And, and it's continued. I mean, we've been lucky. This, is, this has been a uh, – uh, it's an industry that we definitely got involved in at the right time. Uh, but I think we've also added to the industry uh, a lot. And I think that that is uh, hopefully our legacy uh, with, with our customers, especially that uh, we're, we're consistently adding value uh, to this product. And adding, adding – being part of a brand is, is, is important. Obviously, you guys know that, uh, but I want the customer to feel very proud of that grill in their backyard, and I think that we do that through everything we focus on, especially innovation and customer support.
0: Good deal. We're going to take a real quick break, uh, Jason. When we come back, we're going to be with we're, we're Jason Baker, the uh, Green Mountain Grill, one of the owners of the company, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the advent of the wireless connection on the Green Mountain Grill. And, Perry, I want you to talk to how how important that is to you as a consumer sure. and a whole lot more with plenty of time about the Green Mountain Grill with Jason Baker and our special in-studio guest, Perry Collins. We'll be right back here on The Barbecue Show Live on Talk Radio 102.3. W G O W news when you need it. What else are we gonna do? That was a good segment there, Jason. That was good. Good. This yeah. is this is going really good. Uh, good. I, was, I was just looking at some of the comments and you the, can just
1: uh, pull the string for me.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's that's good. I'm sorry, that's good. Uh, I forgot to mention my my good friend Frank Blair wanted me to mention that. Uh, Phil Mickelson was an you know, uh, Arizona State alumni. Oh,
1: that's a great one. Well, like like no, that is a great one.
0: Who like who didn't yeah. know that? <laughs> that's a, that's a big one. Isn't it funny? People get get on something. The uh, I do this with most of my guests. Uh, um, when they go to a, you know a university or college that's pretty well known, uh-huh. and uh, people people in the chat talk about it for like five and ten minutes into the show. You know, it's funny, <laughs> funny, funny. You know, who, who the who the famous people that went. To their school, I guess. I guess yeah, Tennessee, indeed. other than Peyton Manning, it would be Howard Baker, <laughs> former senator. Howard Baker was one of the more famous Tennessee alums. Uh, Al Selvage says the hot spot adjustment rod is great, a big spell, a big selling point for him. I think that's a, I think that's a good part of the grill too, Jason. Um,
1: I do you know, too. I would love. I'm, yeah, I would love to talk about that.
0: We will. Because you know, I always tell people that you know every grill's got a hot and a cold spot, but on the uh, GMG yeah. you can tell the you can, you can tell the grill, you can tell the grill where its hot and cold spot's going to be.
2: Yeah, I was pretty impressed with the uh, when I you know took it apart after the first cook to clean it. How obviously the heavy duty steel the uh, the fire uh, distribution box was that was pretty impressive for me.
0: Oh, it's it's solid all the way through it. I tell you, it's uh,
1: it is a solid grill. It's a good grill.
0: It is. I tell you what, we're done. That we're, was
1: the. It was. It was a lot of fun,
0: but. No, i was just saying we're just looking for we're looking for twenty twenty one twenty one be better than. You know, twenty twenty. I believe we can. I know. I know. Twenty twenty was an enigma because everybody was home and and um, we're going out and buying grills, but um, I think um, um. I think I think the the momentum's going to carry. I think people are getting. Are, are forming habits out of staying home and uh, seeing how much fun, seeing how much fun cooking at home can be, in instead of going out, say every Saturday, you know, instead of saying oh, let's let's go out to, uh, let's go out to uh, Smoky Bones this Saturday and say well we'll just stay in and do our own barbecue because we've got this grill now that's easy to use. Well, it's just
2: so so much less stressful barbecuing. That's that's that was the biggest thing, thing with me.
0: Totally oh yeah, agree. takes takes the stress right out of it. Did you uh did you have much of a growing background before this, Jason?
1: You know, not really. I, I probably did. Uh, uh, I I don't know. I take that back. People would probably always put me in charge. So yeah. Uh, but I uh, you know yes I I did I could do I could do what I was doing. But.
0: All right, here we go. Two point three. You are back on the Barbecue Show Live on Talk Radio 102.3. This is Steve Ray with Perry Collins in the studio. Jason Baker, the owner of Green, one of the owners of Green Mountain Grill, with us on the Butcher Barbecue Hotline. Jeff Maxwell back at his studio in-house monitoring the chat. We appreciate everybody that's joined us on Facebook. Keep those questions coming. Your sister wants to know if you're going to make some macaroni tomorrow. I've got probably, a great. I've got probably. a great. I've got a great recipe. We
2: we uh, her and I tag team that. She uh, okay. She puts it together. and oh, okay. I, I handle it on the grill. It is awesome. Jason, have I you done I've done about four of them? Have now. you done
0: a macaroni in your grill yet? Your your uh. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. And,
0: is that not the is that not the best tasting? It, yes. That's <laughs> so good. That and smoked meatloaf. I never. I, I
2: want to try that. Smoked. Yeah, it's a that, good one.
0: Yeah, That's sm- good one. Smoked meatloaf is is just off the chain good. Hey, let's talk about the um. I want to talk about the Wi-Fi, but first, let's talk about the adjustable hotspot because Barry yeah. tell Barry tell Jason what you like about that because it's 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 something that's oh, yeah. unique to this grill.
2: Uh, seriously, the uh you don't have to worry about you know if if you have to move your meat or whatever over to it or away from the hotspot, you know, to try to quote salvage it. Uh you know, the next time, I just got me a little uh, Sharpie marker on the rod on the outside. That's where it goes each and every time after the first time it was real close uh, i think somewhere in your in the manual it told you to start out with uh, i think two or two and a half inches from the left side and i tell you it, it mm-hmm. was within an eighth of an inch of i only had to fine tune it after that first cook and it, it, it's perfectly centered now there there's not really a hot spot it, it's distributed perfect.
0: And if you're, when you're, if you're listening on the radio or on Facebook, what we're talking about is on the Green Mountain Grill, there's a rod that sticks out on the bottom, at the midpoint bottom of the grill. And you can actually move the diffuser back and diffu, diffuser, I believe I've saying that right. Like that. And um, you can actually move the hot spot in the grill. So instead of you letting the grill, instead of the grill telling you where the hot spot is going to be, you tell the grill where the hot spot and cool spot's going to be. Uh, who, how was that born, Jason.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is that is a great innovation that I have to give uh, a lot of credit to Jim Molson on uh, on, uh, on a Facebook page, uh, Green Mountain Grill owner's Facebook page. Uh, that was something that uh, he was wow. tinkering around with. And uh, we started to do some testing internally to basically show that, look, at different temperatures, uh, the fan is obviously pushing more air through there. And what happens is if you are consistently pushing air through there, uh, and you have that set up a, a specific way, it can create a hotspot. And if you are a low, uh, it, it can do the same thing. It can kind of move the the, the, the dynamics, the thermodynamics inside that grill uh, change based on where that heat shield is. And so creating that, that uh, upside-down pyramid under there, you see the fire pattern. You can watch. Yes. In fact, yeah, you can you learn can a lot it from the bottom. grill by just looking under there and see you know, which side is it going to? It should be going evenly. Unless, uh, if you really want to push that sucker in left, you're going to force all of that heat to the right. And I use a set of grill grates on, on the top of my grates. Uh, and if I'm, let's say I'm cranking that thing to 550, I can get almost 650 on that right quadrant uh, instantly, right? Wow. By just that moving that great. heat shield to the left. And so... That was that was the creation of it, and, and I think the implementation of it, uh, we did a little bit differently, but it, it's it's come through very nicely, and I think that is a great feature of the Green Mountain Grill Prime Plus. So that Prime was a,
0: so Man. that was suggested to the company by a user on, on a Facebook group. Exactly,
1: that's amazing. Uh, yes.
0: that yes. is that is an it amazing is. story, Jason. I, I, that yes. is that is that is incredible. That that a company would listen, you know, much less. Even monitor Facebook pages, except for the you know the 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 crazy things that people say. So somebody got on there and got your attention. And uh, what did what did he say when you contacted him? Did you say hey how are you doing this or what are you how, what are you doing to do this?
1: Uh, no, it was it was really uh, you know we we've uh, just we just had a conversation about it and it was pretty simple. He he said yeah do it uh, you know. So we a lot of the innovations I'm telling you they come from. From listening to your customers, or at least hearing the problem that the customer has, and then going back to the drawing board, saying how do we solve this? And you—you'd be surprised. I mean, you even see things. You go, know, "Hey, that was already solved. That—that that customer already did it." You can see it on that Facebook page. You see that modification they made here, or whatever. Or look how they—they they inserted the the metal here, or whatever. We have found so many things from our customers. It's it, look, we're—we're we're lucky. I—I I, I equate it to sometimes listening to people who talk about Jeeps, people who are big Jeep people and they, mm-hmm. they want to have every uh, aftermarket product on there. The aftermarket products on these pellet grills are very entertaining, right? I mean, there's oh, there yeah. are a lot of different products out there and it's, that's, I mean, it's a lot, it's passion. There's if, you're, a, if you're sitting there, mod- like, taking a drill and, and breaking into this thing and modifying and creating, I mean, that's I love it. It's American ingenuity and we freaking love it. It's amazing.
0: Tell, tell me about when was when, when did the advent of Wi-Fi come in, and who thought of that? Because yeah, I know Perry. You know, I know Perry. That was one of the big selling points with Perry. He's he's a tech geek, yeah. and uh, he loves running that thing from his telephone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, so at the time, I think you know there are a lot of entities out there that were doing Wi-Fi on uh, all kinds of things, right? including uh, pellet grills. And so, uh, Mac Grills was probably the first to really do it. Uh, Grilson had done it. Boneless had done it. Uh, we kind of came out, and decided to do it from an app standpoint uh, on both platforms, on Google and on uh, Apple, and kind of did it in stages. And And I think that kind of came about. It was really a natural progression, though, for us. I mean, we were already doing the remote control uh, before everybody else. Mm-hmm. We had started talking about it in 2000. We actually started talking about it in 2012 uh, because we had already talked about putting uh, Wi-Fi or Bluetooth on the grill, and then started to toy around with it uh, in late 2012, and then 2013 really put together a model to create it. and uh, And the implementation was was very fun. Uh, we we had no idea what we were really getting into because, you know, every time Apple makes a change or or, or Android makes a change, you have to change with it. And mm-hmm. so, right. learning that update process early on, where you're having to uh, update the programs. You know, we were updating programs, uh, a lot and, and teaching customers how to update programs. Well, uh, the service folks weren't too happy with that. So we had to create a new app support team, uh, folks that, that, that wanted to focus strictly on, uh, the, the app itself. Right. And how that all worked and how did you update the grill and how did you do this? Uh, whereas not everybody was easy to jump into the, uh, the wi-fi from the tech support side right from from the customer support side so it took a little while to get everybody up to speed there now everybody's great everybody knows done a, everything about these things you've done an but awesome it was job a learning curve that. the uh it was a learning curve
2: yeah the first first uh first big product i tried uh on my on my grill was first time was a brisket so scared of them you know on my other uh, attempts of grilling and uh got hooked up on the uh, uh, Wi-Fi, got it hooked up to my router. Me and my son, uh, you know, about an hour into the cook, I saw the the, uh, the app was working. <laughs> that was all the confidence I needed. Me and my son went and worked out for an hour and a half, and I sat there at the gym, you know, watching, double-checking the grill. It it's it unreal.
1: It. <laughs> I love it. And we have two probes, too. I mean, I think that's also yes. important on yeah. that grill, right? Some Some of the folks that are doing this have one probe, It's nice to have two probes, especially for a brisket, because there are you you do know from cooking these things that there are different uh, temperature points, and so knowing where those are and knowing how to rotate throughout the cook, uh, or when to rotate, I should say, uh, that's important.
0: Yeah, people people don't realize you you've got to move a brisket around, and uh, having the having the probes in the uh, point and in the flat, um, when and where? Yeah, and, and, and now now some people will use the probes and they'll they'll maybe overthink it makes people overthink a little bit instead of trying to uh, you know learn to cook a brisket they learn to read a thermometer and um, you know i've got a little i've got little issues with that but um <laughs> it's still it's 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 the best thing if you're not interested in in fire management if you're just interested in good food like i am and making good food the this this uh green mountain grill it's it, it is so easy to use, Jason. And what what kind of feedback do you get from people? You know, you heard Perry say it took all the um, stress, the stress out of it. You
2: don't and have I, to worry about fire management yeah, anymore.
0: You know, to me, you know, getting a fire to burn right is is a challenge. But I'm. But I, you know, I soon found out I'm in the minority. Most people don't want that, do they? I
1: know they I didn't. Yeah, they want. <laughs> They they want it easy. I mean most people really do want it easy and I think I don't know if it's entirely easy, right? I mean there's still there's still tricks of, of, of the trade with, with a pellet grill and getting your brisket to turn out perfect. Yeah. But I think it does take uh some of the guess game out of it. I really do. And I think it, the it, feedback if feed, the feedback is in the pictures. I it mean the took amount the
2: hardest pictures. part out of it, Jason. And that was for me, That's that right. was that fire management. Now now you can right. play around and experiment with the other parts of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the customers just, I, I love, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is to just scroll through that Facebook page uh, and, and watch what people are creating. And it, People are just amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Really, I would even say 2020 versus 2019, the pictures you're seeing this year are much different. I mean, they're, they've almost kicked it up a notch. The food is looking better and better. I, that probably comes to your point where people are, are home more, they've got more time to spend, and, and they're focused on cooking. But it's that's the, the, the love of this that keeps up in my heart and all of our hearts when we're able to see the, the results, right?
0: Yeah, let's don't 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 leave out the iPhone 12 too, Jason. We can't Let's don't, <laughs> let's don't pull a muscle. Let's don't pull a muscle. Patting ourselves, okay. patting ourselves on the back. <laughs> that, that iPhone 12 with all those with all those different lenses on it—that that's pretty strong right there for taking pictures. Hey, if it yeah. can make some of my barbecue look—if it can make my barbecue look good, yeah. Yeah. it can make anybody's. True, anybody's, very true. You're barbecue. probably right. There's
1: there's there's some of that too. I agree. Hey,
0: we're all gonna right. take our, our last break of the of the of the evening, Jason. We come back we're going to find out what's next and what's upcoming for the green mountain grill right here on the barbecue show live on Talk Radio 102.3 with the, with the green with the green mountain grill guy Jason Baker and our special guest in studio Perry Collins we'll be right back
1: Perry on your on your brisket are you just doing uh, salt pepper garlic what do you, no, what
2: do you no, I had to I had to buy some uh, rub from Steve and one of the okay. things I learned after my first brisket, which was came out very well for my first one, uh, he did a uh, another uh, Saturday with some uh, professional barbecuers coming in and doing some demos, and I learned uh, I should have injected. And I didn't do that, and I wanted okay. to try that next time on the brisket also. May I tell you, this barbecuing, uh, uh, how much easier the Green Mountain Grill has made it for me now it's exciting to start experimenting you know with the rubs with the with injection with yeah. uh, uh, you know time, yeah. heat, playing with all that, see what kind of end results you get
0: what what it what it did for me is finding out about pellet cookers was it took it took the focus off of the vessel and put it onto the food for me yeah. you know I could yeah. I could spend more time with food prep than I was than I could with you know. Getting my uh, my smokers at the right temperature uh, because the bigger ones, you know, they take a little longer. But um, you know, I, I tell you, uh, Jason, I'm almost ready to get the big uh, the big whole haul cooker that you guys sell. That, that's pellet <laughs> driven. And, why not? Yeah, why not? Just load up. Yeah, and um, you, you know, give that a whirl because um, it, it just it it made me more interested in cooking other things than just you know traditional barbecue, like we were talking about. Macaroni, um, a smoked meatloaf, yep. uh, things of that sort. Pizza, my gosh! The, we we got to uh, talk about the pizza oven. Yeah, the pizza pe- the pizza oven is. Yes. that thing. I mean, you could spend a whole, and I have. I did with Matt with Matt Frampton a whole show talking about the Green Mountain Grill pizza right. oven. Um, how easy that thing is to use. I mean, oh, awesome. you'll you'll ruin one pizza, and that's it. You know, your first one you'll you'll screw it up, and then but. But then after you'll have the hang of it, and after that, you know, your pizzas will be fantastic.
2: Jason, I'm making a prediction. You're going to sell a bunch of pizza oven attachments this year. Once the word starts <laughs> well, we getting out so. there, man, it's, it's,
0: it's unreal. Well, here at the Allison's Barbecue Supply Pro Shop in New Orleans, Tennessee, we are stocked up on pizza <laughs> ovens. <laughs> I've got pizza nice. I've got pizza ovens all over the store. <laughs> well, and what
2: I want to experiment with, Steve, is uh, using a pizza oven attachment, but with a cast iron skillet and start to experiment with some searing
0: oh yeah yeah,
2: yeah. I saw that on some uh, some of the Facebook pages
0: just get a small get a small um, wire tray and throw a steak on it yeah have you done that Jason I'm sure you have
1: oh yeah 100% yep
0: that, uh, a phenomenal yeah it makes a it makes a, a steak and I mean it cooks it super quick and uh, it's like one of those you get at um, Ruth Chris you yep. know because it's, it's cooked from yep. the top and that's the bottom right. and uh, that's man exactly right man they're good they're, that's good food there's just so much you can do with this thing. And I like it because you can do it on a Tuesday night. That's all I like. Yeah. You go out there Tuesday night, hey, I want to make some macaroni. You turn the button, hit the button, and then your grill's on. You go in there and make the macaroni. You come out, the grill's sitting at 350. You put it in there for an hour. You're, you're done. 3. W-G-O-W-F-M. All right, coming back.
1: Radio
2: 102.3 FM, The Talk Monster.
0: All right, we're back on The Barbecue Show Live here on Talk Radio 102.3 with Jason, Green, Jason, uh, Jason Baker of Green Mountain Grills and Perry Collins, Green Mountain Grill Enthusiast. Uh, we're going to touch on two things this last segment, guys. Uh, first, we're going to talk about the pizza oven, and then we're going to talk about what's next. Uh, Jason, anything, uh, talk about the, the birth of the pizza oven quickly, and then Perry, I want you to, and Jason to have a little back and forth about this thing because it's incredible. Incredible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so so look, this was all about concentrated heat, making sure that we could utilize the temperature control on the grill and have some kind of an effect inside of uh some kind of a funnel type situation that would give us heat. And so that was the birth of it. It was it was creating that wood-fired pizza uh that was the that was the problem, right? We'd see all these pizzas or we'd see people come uh, give us pizzas and they just didn't have that same texture that same taste uh some people nail it yes absolutely but but being able to concentrate that heat being able to say on that dial hey put this at 250 and that stone's going to be over 500 degrees and i'm going to be able to move my peel in there launch that pizza and move that peel around and, and even bring that up to you know hit some of that radiant heat to make it make it crispen up maybe it, make it bubble a little bit you know Frampton talks about how uh cupping takes place at pepperoni right yeah and all these different things t- start to take place it has to come with with some, uh, some serious heat mm-hmm. and so that pizza oven really does uh, all of that hits all of those heat moments
0: bear what did you find the same thing Have if you got it mastered how long did it take you to I, figure it out
1: it uh
2: again it was uh intimidating at first but once i actually tried the first one the confidence that that I immediately got from it, man. It, it was unreal. The uh, three, four minutes we were in there, yeah. tasting the first one, and already excited about changing some it. of the ingredients on the next one. Come on, hurry up! Let's get this one on there. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. It's every- and, and you, you cannot describe the taste, the the such yeah. such greater taste of a homemade pizza. I, I care nothing about another frozen pizza. Or good. or or calling up one of the big one of the big oh,
0: chains. Yeah. I mean, it's to it's seriously no, no Jay, comparison. It's hard it's eat another peach. F you've you had. Know, Steve was
2: telling me all this for weeks and weeks and right. weeks. My wife bought me the attachment for Christmas, and uh, honestly, <laughs> it was a couple of weeks. before I went ahead and put it on there after we did the the uh, one Saturday, and I couldn't wait. And uh, you know, I'm thinking, well, here's Steve. Hey, yeah, it tastes great. No, it tasted great. It was awesome
0: all right jason we got three minutes left tell us what's coming down the pike for green mountain grills and accessories and maybe even a new product
1: <laughs> so yeah i mean look this year is going to be about uh, the prime plus we've, we've uh we had to kind of come out with that early uh and not really do a lot of marketing with it because of 2020 and what that did to supply and demand uh, it was a different year for us so so yeah. we're going to kind of go back and now focus on as if we were ending 2019 going into 2020 that's mm-hmm. kind of where our mindset is and we've got a lot on the table i mean there we have been innovation strategy here for for a lot of years uh but yeah there's new stuff coming we're going to focus on the prime plus uh this year focus on the rotisserie a little bit more uh i think people like what we did with the prime plus there were people that didn't like uh, the fixed uh front shelf we, we collapsed it mm-hmm. put a light in there uh Ceramic ignition is is a, is a is a great feature now. Uh, so moving on, it's just going to be this year's Prime Plus, and then start to talk about some new stuff here. Hopefully, in the middle of the year.
0: Well, the um, the collapsible front shelf is a is a is a game changer. Um, it makes it, it looks it gives uh, gives you more um, space on the deck if you're limited on uh, you know deck space. You can um, you know you can even um, uh, you know with that collapsible shelf. Uh, a lot of people since it does that Jason they'll go they'll buy the jim Bowie. they'll buy one that's just a little bit bigger than the Daniel Boone right. of course the Daniel Boonser at least at our place it's the most popular selling one uh, but they'll move sure. up they'll move up Same. to the Jim Bowie with the um you know with a little extra with a little extra grill space I think you touched on something that's that's something is that's lost in the conversation and that's the rotisserie that thing is yeah. that thing is awesome it is totally awesome and there's nothing like Sticking two or three chickens on that thing and letting them roll. And uh, that yeah, is a great or I haven't got that yet. Oh, yeah. And they're they're so inexpensive, yeah, too. Interested. I mean, I think it's like uh, 89 and, and 129 yeah. bucks for the big one. I mean, they're very inexpensive right. and uh, easy to install. And your grill, what's nice about the Prime Plus, it comes already with the mounting hardware right, on clear. it. All yep. you do is just buy the rotisserie. You don't have to, you don't have to do nothing. Jason, we got to go, man. You don't know how much I hey, appreciate you. I don't know how much you, you. I appreciate you stopping by the nest in here and talking with us about the Green Mountain Grill, and love, we'll definitely, we'll let definitely do it again. Okay.
1: Thanks, guys. You really bet. Appreciate that. And really, if, really do. Thank if
0: you. If you. you want to see the Green Mountain Grill live and in person, you can stop by Keep the, up Owls the, good nest, work, Jason. the Owls Nest, the Owls Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop tomorrow, where we <laughs> will be open for business as usual. With shop opens at six thirty. A barbecue shop that opens at 6.30. That's right. I know I know what time these guys start, Jason. I know what time these guys start because wow. I am one of these guys. Wow. And um, and you, you can come by and see it. And uh, next week we've got a Super Bowl special going on. And our special guest next week is Elizabeth St. Clair from Charlie's Barbecue. Look at Joe's face light up. He knows Elizabeth. <laughs> She's going to be with us. And we're going to be talking about Charlie's Barbecue. And we're going to be talking about some Super Bowl treats and a whole lot more on the Barbecue show live here on Talk Radio 102.3 and until next Friday. Good night, everyone, and good luck. No, one cares where you're coming from. Oh, that was great, Jason. Thank you so much. Good deal. Yeah, I appreciate no, it, thank
1: you, Steve. I really appreciate. It. That was fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, you, it flew by.
0: I, t- I told it you did. it would. It goes by really it fast did. when it, when it's on the radio. It's it's really cool get to take a breath and and talk, and everybody had a lot of people watching and listening tonight. Everybody, thanks for, and I want to thank everybody for watching on Facebook, and uh, everybody over at the uh, Barbecue uh, Backyard Smokers Barbecue that joined us, our our special, that's kind of our broadcast partner, and um, all the people from Green Mountain, all the uh, Facebook pages on Green Mountain Grill, I'm sure they were watching with um, interest as well, Jason, and we sure appreciate it. We're going to get out of here. we got stuff to do to get to get this all the stuff up on social media. And uh, if you're ever in the Chattanooga or Oodawa area, Jason, uh, please make sure you stop by and see us, okay?
1: I definitely will.
0: And bring, uh, bring Big Mo with you. Oh, no problem. <laughs> all right, Jason, <laughs> thank, thank you, you nice so much. Bro. Be careful. Everybody on Facebook, thank you for all watching right. and thank you for listening. We appreciate you so much. We've got to go. Don't forget next week, Elizabeth St. Clair. She is a unique person here in the Chattanooga area. She owns, and her and her uh, the partner, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, I'll think of it. I'll think of it as soon as we sign off. Uh, she's going to be on, and she owns Charlie's Bar. One of the co-owners of Charlie's Barbecue down on Main Street. It is a super place that's been open just a few years, but it has literally set the world on fire on the south side of Chattanooga. She's going to be here, and we're going to have some great Super Bowl tips for you. Okay, until next week, everybody, be safe and come and see us when you're in the Chattanooga and Ultawa area.